and welcome to the Heart God Media Podcast Top 10 Zombie Films. We have several guests today, mostly reoccurring. We got Sean Henderson, we got Eric and Brian Tyler, and we have Dan Clawson coming on to the podcast to give their Top 10 Zombie Films. There's going to be a lot of controversy, there's going to be a lot of arguing, hopefully, and uh, you can decide for yourself. Send us your Top 10 Zombie Films and... Uh, We'll see. Uh, we'll see what you got, and you're gonna hear what we got. All what is there? Five of us. One, two, three, four, five. Five of us. Uh, so uh, prepare yourselves. Get ready, and here we go. Top ten zombie films from the Heart Guide Media Podcast. And here we are, we have all of our guests, we have Sean Henderson, we have Eric Tyler, we have Brian Tyler, and we have Daniel Clausen. And uh, today we have our top 10 zombie films. Now hopefully, as we already discussed in our introduction, hopefully there's a lot of uh, debate, a lot of controversy, and a lot of at each other's throats in the most loving way possible. Breaking down our top 10 zombie flesh eater, brain eater, uh cannibalistic, uh, whatever you want to call it, films, uh, you know, you die, you come back from the dead, and you raise hell, here are our lists, now what, how we're going to do this right now, boys, is each person's going to read off their top ten, we're going to get short initial reactions from everyone, you know, be, hopefully everyone's as surprised by their number ones as we were by BT having Ginger Snaps in his, as his number one for the werewolf films. And Sean having cursed, racking the top three of all all-time werewolf films for him. So uh, if you can, once you read off your, you know, for instance, your number ten. If you say your number ten's whatever, short synopsis about why you like it. Nothing, no dissertation yet. Uh, we're gonna get into deep dives on each film uh, if need be. And like I said, just a, a little information about what the film means to you. Nothing crazy. Uh, you know, a brief morning paragraph that you'd reach out and uh, give your teacher in the ninth grade. No task fours. We'll get into the task fours after everyone's lists are distributed. Who wants to go first? Does anyone who's got a who wants to go first here? Well, I'm good. Oh, Dan, want to go first? No, I, I mean I'm wait, I'm waiting to see what you guys do before I start my my uh, list off. Brian, do you want to go first? My number 10 is <laughs> Number 10 for BT, Night of the Comet. Alright. Yeah, forget yeah. that one. You know, Valley Girls, Zombies, Dust. Also, uh, once you finish your top 10, you can list off your honorable mentions if you have them. Oh, of course I brought honorable mentions. Of course. Let's hear that number 9, BT. Oh, we're not doing what we did last time? No, that'd be okay. I, I think that'd take too long for a top ten. Okay. Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps coming in at number nine. Mm-hmm. Stop making the soccer, Brian. Come on. <laughs> number eight. Sean of the Dead. 
Shaun of the Dead, comedy zombie coming in at number eight. Do you have anything to say about these, or are you just reading them off? You have no real connection with them, or what? Well, I think I explained under the comment pretty accurately. Except I got cut off before I could say it has one of the most amazing soundtracks I've ever heard. And then nothing for Night of the Creeps? You don't care? <sighs> Not so much, you know. It's got, it's got Tom Atkins. He named me, Frank. Um, Alright, so your number eight was Shaun of the Dead. What do you got for number seven? Shaun of the Dead is number eight. I know, I said, what do you yeah. got for number seven? Yeah, but you wanted me to, like, say more I know, but you're talking like fucking the the fucking one the one professor in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. In what way? <laughs> Not Ben Stein. Okay. Okay. Fine. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead coming in at number seven. Our first Romero entrance of BT's list. Yes, the first and possibly the last. We'll see. That you're lying. Lying sack of you know, shit trying to rile me up. That one had to it honestly had to grow on me a little bit because those fucking soldiers are obnoxious as hell. They make the film. Captain Rhodes makes the film. Oh, Captain Rhodes, yeah, he's great, but the you know, the other guys. So what do you got for your number uh number what are we at? Five? <clears throat> No, we're at number six. Number we're six. Only at number six. Um, the Beyond. The Beyond. Fulci. Spiders. Zombies. A hotel in Louisiana. Excellent. We're, let's crack into that top five. Also, for future reference for uh, for other guests, you you can say everything except for uh, you know just one word descriptions to d to describe it. <laughs> Listen, bitch, the last time we did a podcast, the worlds were totally different, so I came with that mindset. We're like Scream, we, there are no fucking rules. So number five is the Night of the Living Dead remake, which I saw after, after the original, and the two of them are so close in quality, but... The remake's just not as good, but it's still brilliant, you know? I can still watch it all the time. I can respect I can respect and agree with that, Brian. Thank you. Number four. Are you want me to... Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into, like, deeper discussions on all these uh, after everyone's lists are out there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, number four is Return of the Living Dead. Very nice. Yeah, well, I have a short story about that, can I tell you? Go for it. You know, like, the, the story that um, James Karen tells Tom Matthews at the beginning of the movie about how Night of the Living Dead was basically based on a true story. Right. It was just exaggerated. Eric told me that when I was a kid, before I saw Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. So I totally believe that. <laughs> That's great. And I... That was in my head pretty much every day until I saw Return of the Living Dead. For, like, what, did I, oh. what did I tell you? He, you told him that that story about that uh, James Karen's character tells uh, Freddy about that being based on, you know, that's based on a true case. Uh, you told Brian that apparently before he saw Night of the Living Dead, so he, he took it as the, the, the gospel. 
Job well done on my part. And because yeah, you had seen it with Chad Halsey before I saw it. Shout out to Chad Halsey. Shout out to Chad Halsey. Yeah. Also, for anybody who's a newer listener and doesn't understand the dynamic, Eric and brother Eric and Brian are brothers. Actual brothers. Actual brothers. We're all brothers. We're all brothers. Number three. Number three. I'm like a step brother. Oh, I'm sorry, Brian. Go ahead. Oh, no, you're good, Dan. We are really glad to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, number three, Pest Cemetery, which we debated about whether or not it should be considered a zombie. We will get very deep into the weeds on the discussion of that, definitely. Pet Cemetery in the top three, respectable, I back it, amazing. Number two, I have the Dawn of the Dead remake. Wow. No, 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 I just, that's a joke. Oh, I thought you were serious. Not that it's like a terrible movie. No, not, by, by no stretch is it a bad movie at all. I love that movie. I wasn't about to hang up, though. Number two is Night of the Living Dead. Night, Night of the Living Dead, the original, 1968 George Romero masterpiece. Hell yeah, Brian that Jones. solid list, Brian. And number one? Didn't you say number one? No, that was number two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you tried it. Number one is Dawn of the Dead, the original. The original Dawn of the Dead coming in at number one on Brian's list. That's a pretty good list, Brian. I, I really can uh, I can't I can't shun my nose at any of your picks. The order, even yes, only, we'll get into that later. But even though I only had three Romeros, was there three? Dawn, day, yeah. night. Yes. Okay. Yes. Moving on. Honorable mentions. You know what? I started honorable mentions and I never finished it. But I have Cemetery Man and I have. Zombie. Very nice. Yeah, thank you. Oh, Fulch dog getting a Lizzo. <laughs> who wants? Uh, who wants next here? I'll take a shot title. All right, Sean. Let's hear this top ten. All right, starting off, Zombieland number ten. Zombieland coming in at number ten, a two thousand nine classic. I like it. Love going my wife is my wife is celebrating right now. <laughs> That is a great movie. And then the Spice Night Ghostbuster reference in the middle. Anyways, number nine, Reanimator. Reanimator coming in at number nine, all right. Yep. Getting with you number ten, Planet Terror. Great grand hustle. Way I'm confused. What? You just did ten nine times. Ah, nice. Ten, Zombieland. Nine, Reanimator. Eight, Planet Terror. Planet Terror coming in at number eight. Not you know, it's funny that you say planetary. I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this up later uh, on something. We'll go ahead, and keep going. Obviously. All right. <laughs> Night of the creeps. Night of the creeps. You said it at seven. You're breaking up, Sean. Oh, am I? Yeah. We lost him. No, I'm here. Take your hand out of your pants. Hey. Hey, you hear my six? Yes. No, what is it? Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead coming in on two lists already. Coming in hot. It's a great zombie film. It is a very fun film. All right, now here comes the top five, the heavy hitters. 
Day of the Dead, number five. Boom. 1985, right? Not the 2008 one with Nick Cannon. No, not the million remix of that. <laughs> I like the Nick Cannon one. You would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four. The original Night of the Living Dead. Number three. Okay. Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead coming at number three on Sean's list. Yes. Number two. The original Dawn of the Dead. And last, Peter Jackson's classic, Dead Alive. Dead Alive coming in at number one. I didn't see that one coming, Sean. That was a, sw- that was a swerve. Hey, hey, Sean. Yo. You have an awesome list. You, have, you included ones that I didn't even think of. That I feel stupid for not thinking of. Dude, I forgot about Dead Alive. I'm going to put that in my list right now. I forgot Dead Alive <laughs> and Planet Terror. So, I don't know if they would have been in my list, but they're all, I should have considered them at least. So, well, uh, Dan's retooling his list. Um, yeah, I'm good. Okay. Can I say my honorable mentions? Yes, yeah, so let's hear those honorable mentions, Sean. Alright, so BT already covered two of them. I do have Zombie, I do have Cemetery Man, I do have Dead Snow, which is a lot of fun. And then, uh, I don't know if this is really a zombie movie per se, but Paranormal was a good movie. No, um, no Dead 90, no Dead 90 love in your list, I noticed. No, no, you know I love that movie, but I didn't want to, like, flood it with, like, the Romero stuff. Yeah, spread the love. I mean, it's, no. I mean, it's, he's the godfather, I mean, that's like, yeah, all right. We're gonna we're, we'll debate we'll debate after that. Eric or Dan, who wants to go next? I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. All right. So number ten on my list. Uh, Two thousand nine. Eric, Eric, before you go get going, uh, you're you're breaking up a little bit. Oh jeez. Now you're good. All right. I don't know why I was breaking up, but let me if I, if I cut out again. Just let me know. I will. I'm good now, though. You're good now. Stay perfectly still. Number 10, uh, this might be a surprise to some people, but it's 2009's George Romero's Survival of the Dead. Survival of the Dead. Getting some love for the first time on these lists. I like it. I was a big fan of of this story. I thought it was, uh, I don't know, really cool how they kind of made it like almost like a Western type of thing, even though it's set on that. You know, an island off of the East Coast, but I really like the, what they did with the story here, and I think it's underappreciated. Definitely, so, definitely. Okay. Survival of death. Uh, number nine, I know this is on a lot of people's list, but I'm on a roll with it. Shaun of the Dead, 2004. I thought it was extremely hilarious. I thought it was a great uh, uh, ode to previous zombie movies. I thought they did a wonderful job with it. Definitely love that movie. So number nine, Shaun of the Dead. All right. Number eight, uh, Night of the Comet. I love that movie. Um, 84, I believe. Yep. Uh, really speaks to the times, mid-80s. Super fun story. That's beautiful, uh, Eric. I didn't know you loved it as much as I do. I love you. Yeah, I love you. Number seven, <laughs> uh, similar name, but uh, Night of the Creeps. Uh, 86, Tom Atkins. My boy Rusty from uh, the Vacation movies, another super fun one. Debated if it's uh, a zombie alien, 
whatever movie, but, but I consider it to be a zombie movie. So, number seven, Night of the Creeps, 1986. Uh, number six, uh, the remake of Night of the Living Dead, 1990. Dead 90, something like to call it. Nice. I think, personally, in my opinion, I think it's one of the best horror remakes ever. Oh, no, no. It's it's the best horror remake ever, period. Um, Savini did a phenomenal job. All-star cast. Um, I just, I just, I mean, it's obviously extremely like the original, but shot his own way. Uh, I know the film gets a lot of hate, but I love it. So number six, next any remake of Night of the Living Dead. Number five, um, Reanimator. I have and my number five, 1985 Reanimator. I also just want to say we don't have to get too deep into it, but. How many great movies came out in 1985, all right? Oh, that was the golden year, man. I mean, just on our zombie films that we're talking right now, we're talking Day of the Dead, we're talking Reanimator, we're talking uh, uh, Return of the Living Dead, I mean, yeah. crazy. It's the year of my birth, I might add, so that's got to be something. So. It was also the year <laughs> Silver Bullet came out. Yeah, so I'm going to go right into that, obviously. So my next two, number four is actually 1985's Return of the Living Dead, obviously, you know, this is a great film. Um, I think a lot of people would actually put this as... I feel like a lot of people really revere this film and would put it as their, as their favorite uh, zombie film. A For sure. People who would put it above a Romero flick. But Renee Quigley, obviously some iconic, iconic scenes. We won't delve too far into that because my wife's in the next room. <laughs> she's giving me a look. But uh, number I'm three... I'm calling her hi. She hears you. She hears you. Um, number three again, 1985, George Romero's Day of the Dead. Another fun take in the um, the world of the zombies by Mr. Romero. There, maybe uh, some of the best characters uh, in any of his films. To be honest with you, I know we have a lot of uh, there's a funny story about some of the characters from that film. Oh, for the, sure. Yeah, uh, nightmare. So, uh, number three, Day of the Dead. Number two. Night of the Living Dead, 68, obviously iconic. Uh, Romero at his finest, black and white, the, the beginning of it all. So then number one, uh, I'm sure you all would have known, Dawn of the Dead, 1978. That's, two, that's arguably one of my favorite movies ever. Trust. That's two lists. Two lists with Dawn at number one. Or was that three? Yeah. Did what was Sean? What was, your number one was Dead Alive, right? Yeah. All right. Wow. I I, 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 I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I I love that the top three were Romero films. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Romero's like my guy. He's like my favorite, and uh, I love all the three of those films. So I did have a couple honorable mentions some of them were obviously i don't want to i actually have a huge list of, of other zombie movies so i don't i don't want to go through all of them but just maybe ones that people maybe haven't checked out or or there's a, a movie from 2004 called dead and breakfast which i love it's like a like a comedic zombie film um is it is it david carradine i believe is in it i always get date i always get David and John confused, but just about these guys who are traveling through a town and uh, like kind of like a western vibe. It's actually got some musical numbers as well. But Dead and Breakfast, if no one's checked that out, obviously check it out. Uh, 1977's Shockwaves with another Carradine, of course. Oh yeah. Uh, Nazi zombies, 
And uh, there's a film that came out in 2008 that I know I watched with Brian. It was called Dance of the Dead. Just like a cheesy, uh, basically zombie movie about these kids who are going to a high school dance and uh, there's a zombie outbreak. So. so that's what I got. Yeah, I like it. Very, uh, very, very solid list. I really have no real qualms. This wasn't like the werewolf list. Uh, I have no real issues. M- mainly, oh, get ready. Mainly. <laughs> now, let me preface Dan before Dan uh, starts his list. One of the main contributing factors to us uh, needing to include Dan in this is because we were expecting a very controversial list. <laughs> To uh to a st- to a typical uh zombie top ten uh so Dan let's uh let's dive right in let's let's see what you got. Well, to be quite honest with you, I couldn't really. Uh, I don't know, man. I I didn't want to make a, a list of ten. It felt kind of bloated. I wanted to have like a more cohesive list, I guess. Uh, but anyway, to get to the point. So I've got some odd choices on here. I'll, I'll I'll start off by saying that. Wait, do you not have a top ten then? No, I have five. Okay. But these are some that like have some sort of uh, personal meaning behind them to me. You know what I mean? Uh, I can so res- anyway. I can respect this. And there's there's no there's no particular order or anything. I didn't. I'm not. Whoa 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 whoa! No order and into a top ten. Come on. Well, anyway, so I, I, you broke two of the cardinal rules of top tens already. Well, I'm sorry, right? I haven't. I'm, I'm new to this podcast thing. I just like to say that my top tens all mean something to me, and they're all special to me, and that's why that's my top ten. So, all right, all right Brian, I'm, I'm glad, man. Don't act like you're special. You're not special. No, I. That's not. I wasn't taking credit away from anybody else at all. All right, let's hear this top five in no in in no order whatsoever. Uh, okay, so number five is the video dead. All right. Which you know, if no one is, if you're not aware, it's a really cheesy zombie film from 1987 that. For while was around, zombies emerging from a haunted TV set. I'm and a, there's a mirror. I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Uh, number four is going to be uh, Fulci's zombie, of course, because I couldn't not include Fulci in this list. Uh, three is going to be Burial Ground. Nice. Hey, I like that. I like that choice. Uh, I should have thought of. Well, yeah. you know, I, I I think about Burial Ground every day of my life. But, uh, let's see, number two, Night of the Living Dead, 68. Number one, Return of the Living Dead. Dan, so. I, I actually, you know what? I was waiting for you to, especially when you said there was only five and then you had no order. I think you were just, uh, you were pulling the Eddie Guerrero. You fucking slammed the chair on the ring mat and then threw the chair to us and then fucking, you went over. <laughs> I, uh... There's a respectable list. I'm very impressed right now. I didn't think I thought you were gonna you were gonna snub Romero, and then uh, I can handle having return at number five and throwing burial ground in there. I love it. Yeah, I agree. Great list. Thank you. I, I'm I'm shocked by by this response. I you showed me the video that and it was so much fun. 
The video dead's in a two pack with Terror Vision, correct? That's yeah, Scream Factory. One. Yeah. Very and nice. I, I waited a very long time. Oh, go ahead. Actually, I, I have that two-pack. I will admit, I have that two-pack, and uh, I haven't watched that one yet. So you're sleeping on it. Well, I'd like to thank you for bringing it up. That way, I don't sleep it on it. Sleep on it anymore. <laughs> well, let me know what you think. Be sure to text me, and I promise I will respond back. Sounds great. I will. I'll watch it soon. All right. So, uh, here is my top ten. Zombie films all time. There was now initially my list came together rather quickly, and I thought it was set. And then obviously we've had some debates on what's considered a zombie film and what's not. Uh, now the film itself may not be a zombie film, but it there are you know people who have died, have been dead, and have risen back from the grave. In my opinion, that is a zombie. Again, these are my opinions. So I will start off yep. my top 10. Number 10, Stuart Gordon, R.I.P. Reanimator at number 10. Perfect. Big fan of that movie. I remember watching it quite a bit with Sean uh, and uh, us really enjoying that movie uh, loads and loads of times. Uh, great film. Uh, R.I.P. Stuart Gordon. Number 9, uh, the first of four George Romero entries on my list. Uh, Diary of the Dead, 2007's Diary of the Dead. Uh, big nice. fan of the big fan of this movie. Uh, I think anybody who is in this conversation right now, uh, th that knows me knows how much I loved this film when it came out and uh, still love it. I think it was ahead of its time. Uh, breaking down. I mean, it, obviously there was an obsession with social media then, but now we've seen it go to newer heights. And of course, as always, the King George was always ahead of the curve. Diary of the Dead at number nine. Number eight, another film that I've had a lots of fun watching with friends for years and years and years, Dead Alive. Just a, a classic, goofy, crazy, out-of-this-world zombie film. Brain Dead, a.k.a. it's known as uh, as well, but just so much fun. Memorable lines, just uh, just so much, so much goddamn fun. A fun goddamn movie. And uh, that was my number seven. Number six, Night of the Creeps, 1986. Jason Lively, Tom Atkins, uh, Jill Widlow. Oh, man. Oh, man. That movie is just so good. It's timeless. And, and having the alien, uh, you know, invasion, leeches, turning kids into, turning, you know, uh, college kids into zombies. I mean, just that premise alone. I mean, you got to give it up to, to, uh, Fred Decker, Shane Black, I mean, just, uh, just great shit, um, and then, uh, number six, sorry, number six, and I noticed this one came in at number one on a few different, wait, did I, uh, did I credit Shane Black at Night of the Craves when I think he only did Monster Squad, right? He did credit him, so yeah. We work together all the time. So. Uh, yeah, I, I think I miss miss uh, gave uh, Shane Black some credit, but him and Decker's uh, careers are so intertwined, it's it's hard not to sometimes. Uh, anyway, sorry, I needed to correct myself. Uh, number six, saw it come up on uh, you know three out of the four of y'all's lists. 
Uh, and it came in at number two on, or number one on your list, Eric, 1978's Dawn of the Dead. Uh, I know this one, uh, people revere this one as Romero's uh, best zombie film, and, and for good reason. It's it's so much fun, obviously, taking shots at uh, consumerism in the beginning of the shopping mall craze. Uh, and it, a mem- uh, Iconic kills, uh, probably the most iconic uh one of, if not the top two or three, 100%, the most iconic zombie films of all time. One of the most iconic horror films of all time, honestly, but uh, a lot of fun. So my number five, uh, my number five, Day of the Dead, I think this is the standard, this is the gold standard for zombie effects, period. The effects, the special effects in this movie are the golden standard the gold standard if it this is what zombie makeup should look like amazing characters characters you can love characters you can hate uh just i mean george just was hitting on all cylinders right now and and k and b uh you know uh just i mean it was just and you know savini's influence uh, throughout the entire uh project is just i mean it was amazing effect. It just a uh, straight up amazing effects. I just can't. I can't love it enough. Uh, so uh, number four. Now initially this one was um, this one was number two, and I had to bump it down because I added something, and I actually bumped one movie off into the honorable mentions, which I'll get to in a moment. But um, so initially this was my number two, and I, I thought for sure that my uh, my top three. Uh, were set and uh, for a while this one was number two but I, I really had to go by what I think I've watched the most what I think is truly influenced me the most and, and Ben I mean not that I'm a fucking filmmaker or anything but uh, I'm Return of the Living Dead 1985 this movie for the longest time was probably for a good while was my most watch I remember a few summers just watching this incessantly because at the time I had no no DVD player, so I actually recorded it and after I rediscovered it after watching it as a kid and and loving it, and then it was on Cinemax one night. I threw a fucking VHS in and copied it, and we're talking like 2000, 2001, and watched it incessantly for the next few years until I I got of you know that Christmas or the following. I finally got a DVD player, which my first DVD player was an Xbox. Um, so that's how long I went watching VHSs. I was watching VHSs until Christmas 2002. Uh, and, uh, and that was actually the first of three DVDs that I ever owned, uh, for actual DVDs too, which was that first Bueller's, uh, Day Off and, uh, Harley Davidson the Marlboro Man were my first, very first DVDs. I mean, obviously I owned VHSs like the rest of us and recorded them as I did with this one, but I mean, this is... A punk rock fiesta. It's fucking. I mean, amazing soundtrack. It's it's everything. It's amazing. I mean, number three, number three. It, as I've said, this is the greatest horror remake. Period. Uh, Tom Savini isn't given enough credit because of the cuts he had to make for this film and the things he didn't have the time to do and the controversy around the filmmaking. Uh, the George Romero approved and uh, hand selected Tom Savini to do. Night of Living Dead, 1990. Dead 90, as it's known. Uh, just one of my fucking favorites of all time. It's so fucking good. It's And if Savini could have made it the way he wanted, I think it would have been even better. But the fact that, you know, if it's coming in at number three on my list, that should say something. 
And then uh, number two, highly controversial pick. Uh, for a while, we had to discuss whether or not we considered this a zombie movie. I think it is. Um, even though at its core, it's much more evil. It's the evilest movie on this entire list or any of our lists. And I'm going with Pet Cemetery, 1989. It's in my top five favorite movies of all time. It's my favorite novel of all time. Obviously, it goes without saying it's my favorite King book of, of all time. And it's uh, it's just so fucking uh, so fucking good. It's one of my favorites. Obviously, you guys know this. Uh, and you know, be it well, there's a lot of controversy, and we're gonna get into whether or not Pet Cemetery is considered a, a zombie film or not. I'd like to get everyone's breakdown opinion on it. But number one, of course, Night of the Living Dead, 1968. Without it, none of these movies would exist. I know there were some precursors to this like white zombie with bella lugosi and things like that so the zombie genre had been played wood with uh and there was a little bit of you know like voodoo mysticism and stuff in those earlier films but without george romero there is no fucking walking dead there is no Shaun of the dead there is no dead and breakfast there is no you know of the other movies that have made our list that george did dawn day diary survival what have you there might be a video dead there might be a video dead but <laughs> But guess what? Without George Romero and Night of the Living Dead 1968, the standard American red, white, and blue motherfucking zombie would not exist today. And for that, we need to all fucking be thankful that George Romero and his creativity and John Russo uh, does not need to be left out of this either. John Russo and George Romero's creation of Night of the Living Dead changed independent cinema and changed horror forever and created the modern american zombie and for that i am nothing but grateful and gr have immense gratitude i love george romero i'll forever sing his praises night let me dead 1968 greatest zombie movie of all time there it is well said and uh, my honorable mentions, uh, this was in the top 10. This was number 10, and it got bumps because I had to move Pet Cemetery all the way up to number 2. The Beyond, Fulci, love it. The Beyond is so fucking good. I still think that a lot of movies would love to be this movie, but they can't. And obviously, I would have loved to have it in my top 10. Obviously, you know, if there's a top 20, it would be in there. Uh, another one. on my TV right now. Fuck Yes. Um, you, took, you took the Beyond out of your list, put Pet Cemetery in there. Yes. All right. Well, continue. <laughs> and um, so, uh, a couple other uh, movies that obviously everyone had honorable mentions that I like and agree with. Um, I didn't put Shaun of the Dead even in my honorable mentions, although I do love the film. But I think there is a better zombie comedy, a zomcom, if you will, out there. And it is called Burying the X, directed by one Joe Dante. I think that movie is fucking awesome. I think that movie is just right up our alleys, if you have not seen it. Has everyone seen that? Yeah, I, have not, I have not, unfortunately. So, it really plays into horror movie fans. Um, on top of uh, Anton Yelkin, it was one of his last films, uh, R.I.P. to Anton Yelkin. Uh, amazing actor, but um, but yes, that's one of my favorites. So you have not checked it out, Dan. I recommend it. Another one. I could have said the number the the first sequel to Return of the Living Dead, but I'm going to go with Return of the Living Dead three because I think that one is one of the most unique films, and I love it dearly. I love it. Yeah, awesome sequel. 
And then uh, for my last honorable mention, coming in, uh, again, another one that I think, uh, you know, had I forgotten something like a reanimator or dead alive, which I couldn't because they're just so iconic and uh, to me, but uh, another one I do feel it needs to be mentioned is city of the living dead. I'm a huge fan of that as well. Yeah, I agree. I'd like to mention one more that hasn't been mentioned by any of us. Let, I fucked up my honorable mentions list. Let's hear it. It's tombs of the blind dead from 90. Ooh, that's a great choice. Band. Yes. I have, the, I have that really cool uh, coffin. The coffin set? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you know what? I I haven't watched the fourth one yet. Night of the Seagulls. Tonight would be a good night. I'm pretty... Uh, I'm pretty disappointed no one had Chud 2, Bud the Chud in their list. You know what's funny? I, I thought about that as the podcast was going on. <laughs> it's a good film, but I mean, if you're talking the best films, I mean, that's probably not going to be in there. Even though it's good. It's, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I actually thought of that, like, the second you made me do my top ten first, I'm like, what if I just, you know, fuck it, throw in Chud 2? What if, we can sing the song. You want to sing the song? But the Chud. But the Chud. That's all I remember. Um, so, alright, is there any, uh, is, is, is there any surprises on anyone's list? Is anyone surprised something was so high on someone's list? Or something didn't, you were surprised something didn't make a list? Yeah, I'm surprised none of you people talk about zombie Talk about what? Zombie Beavers? Am, am I the only one who watched that? Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen Zombie Beavers. That's a Beaver movie, Sean. There's, it's, a, it's a Zombie Beaver who fights people and they turn into zombies. That's next week, Beaver movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that neither me or Jesse have Pet Cemetery 2 in our honorable mentions. Yeah, I, uh... I mean, I would have. Oh, here we go! All right, we're breaking into it. I think that's a fair. It is a fair argument. I'm not gonna lie. No, it is. I'm. I'm agreeing that it is. Yeah, I know. It's for sure a fair argument, but it's not a zombie movie. When you think of zombie movies, no, exactly. No, no. So that's exactly what I'm saying too. When I say this. So, initially, it wasn't even on, and you guys know how much I love that film, it didn't even come up on my list at all, because I don't think of it, and most people don't think of it as a zombie film, because at its core, it's not a zombie film. So but, I shouldn't have said anything at all. But, here's the thing. If something, that's like saying, so, so in Night of the Living Dead 1968, they had, and George Romero never discussed what, he never gave it a solution because it was creepier to not know what caused the dead to come back to life. So, and in the TV broadcast, in the movie, he says, you know, they say that they, they, they don't know what caused it. And even, you know, in that and in the, the remake, they say it could be, you know, uh, that people were being, uh, coming up with theories that it could be, you know, uh, voodoo mysticism, uh, something from outer space. Um, so here's my here's my take, and this is my opinion. It doesn't have to be anybody else's. This is simply my opinion. No matter what the driving force is, if something that is dead then comes back to life and you have to kill it again, that's a zombie. Yeah. Uh, well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question then. Yes. It is Frankenstein a zombie? You're saying yes. Hocus Pocus is a zombie movie. No, I'm not saying it's a zombie movie, but there's a zombie in it. 
Bridget's weighing in here right now. She got yeah, right up out of bed. She knows. So, so Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster is a zombie. That's a zombie movie. Yeah, he was. I mean, if he's a so Reanimator's not a zombie movie then. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a there's a thin line, and I had a couple other ones that I was going to mention. It was actually on Sean's list. I love the movie, but Planet Terror is Planet Terror really a zombie movie? Yeah. Well, yeah, they're not dead technically. Yeah, they're not dead people coming back to. They're infected. Oh, if you're going to call Planet Terror a zombie movie, would you call The Crazies a zombie movie? Yeah, you got a point. But here's my here's my uh, opinion on this. As I've uh, I've te- I was texting about this earlier with you gentlemen as well. So I think, in my opinion, I don't. It doesn't matter who the conduit. Uh, or what, like who the what the source is, the source does not matter. So uh, if the source doesn't matter, and whatever the source is, be it uh, you know voodoo mysticism, be it aliens. I mean, if if that's the case, then then Night of the Creeps isn't a zombie movie. Then. Well, that's what I mean. I guess you know. I don't know. I mean, I, obviously we all, we all love that cemetery. I mean, I don't know if Dan does, but everyone else does. No. I think for me, the reason I was on the fence about Pest Cemetery is because they have, like, memories and they have individual personalities. And they so, doesn't, so doesn't Bub after, uh, in Day of the Dead, he has, he starts having memories. Yeah, but he's still, like, a mindless zombie that's just being trained. Yes, but also, then reanimator Dr. Hill's head starts talking and stuff and has, uh, has a personality then, so... What you're saying is and zombie... That's why, and that's why the conversation is, like, frustrating, so I like when we came to the conclusion that where it's like, fuck it, if it's a zombie movie to you, then put it on your list. Is so, Weird Science a zombie movie? Who, who <laughs> dies and then comes back to life, though? <laughs> Relax, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I thought it was funny. But also, also, I'll say this as well. Well, I'm, if wait, we're... If wait, we're my, my wife actually wants to make her... her uh, Bridget and Jenna uh, both are both making their cases on here too. Just to, just to add some fuel to the fire here, the internet definition for zombie is a corpse said to be revived by witchcraft, especially in certain African and Caribbean religions. So make of that what you will. <laughs> I understand that, and that yes, I understand that. And Pet Cemetery, that does happen. But in the history of all, all loving horror films. And going to conventions and watching them and talking about them. Have you ever referred to Pest Cemetery as a zombie? No, absolutely not. I only put it on my list because I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to not do it if Jesse was going to do it. <coughs> but but then I think I realized through this podcast that Jesse would not have attacked me if I didn't put it on my list. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I just, that's why I didn't put it on my list, because I don't, I love it, but it's just not, uh, I don't consider it to be a zombie movie. But do you, but here, before you do your question, is Gage, is that, when Gage, when Gage comes back to dead, and from the dead, and when Rachel come back from the dead, are they not zombies? I, I guess, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess if you're down to the brass tacks of it, there's zombies. Even the guy didn't catch the zombies. Yes. 
because they don't stop rotting either. They are still a walking corpse. They just happen to be controlled by an evil force, which we don't know that evil forces are not, supernatural forces aren't uh, controlling the zombies in George Romero's Day of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead or Night of the Living Dead to come back. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like I, make, I feel like you can make a good argument for a lot of movies being zombie movies. Absolutely. And, and at the bottom, the bottom line, it all comes down to personal preference, I suppose. Like for fuck's sake, you could say like Jaws has elements of like a slasher film if you really wanted to get into it. The shark is a slasher. For sure. Yeah. Alright, alright, alright. God throwing the fucking goddamn flag at this one. You're just saying that you're just saying that because you don't like Jaws that much. I like Jaws. I just don't blow it like the rest of you. It's an amazing film. It's ama- it's, it's, it's it, it is. It is an amazing it is an amazing film. Do I think it should be in anyone's top ten horror films of all time? Absolutely not. There's a podcast. There's a good majority of people who would put that in their top uh, movies of all time, not even score. I mean, I, I that's know. what's so perplexing about this. Yeah, yeah, it's only one of the greatest films of all time, but that's okay. Has anyone seen? Um, I haven't seen the whole thing. But I, I caught a little bit of it on HBO recently. Dan, I'm surprised you like Jaws because you hate anything that has more than four fans. <laughs> and that's not Italian. Wait, Eric, what were you saying? I was just wondering if anybody's seen the the Dead Don't Die yet. Have not seen it. No? I caught caught a little bit of it on HBO, but I didn't really finish it. I was just wondering if anybody had any thoughts on it. That's that newest newest Jim Jarmusch uh, film with, with obviously, uh, Bill Murray and uh, Adam Driver. and Actually, a whole bunch of people are in it. Yeah, there is definitely a lot. And there was a scene where I caught where there's um, a gentleman who runs a store and they kind of they kind of throw back to some older horror films where this guy's supposed to be recording that and he has like a bunch of uh, posters and stuff on the wall and he, he talks about Romero. So I thought that was kind of cool. But again, I haven't seen the whole the whole movie. But can I can I to wrap up the Pet Cemetery talk? Can I ask everyone a question? <laughs> If 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 uh, one of George's kids found a diary, and in that diary, George said that this was actually all from an Indian burial ground, and then they burned bodies, and it went into the atmosphere, and then it went all across the United States, and that's how zombies started. So we're also going to mix Return of the Living Dead mythology as well. And, um, would you think, would you then, Eric, would you then say, okay, yeah, Pet Cemetery is it, because George said so? I mean, I can't go against my boy George on anything he says. He can, but, uh, I don't think he would have ever said that. Why do you think, I, I, why do you think George was slated to direct the motherfucker? Oh! And the crowd goes silent. Has he not, I mean, has he not, is every one of his movies a zombie book? No, but that's what he's, that's his bread and butter. Can I say something? Please. That wouldn't change anything for me, because it was never the source for me. It was the fact that the 
people in Pet Cemetery come back are taken over by the Wendigo or whatever, right? So they're not really, they are walking corpses. So I get the argument that they're zombies, and that's why I did put it on my list. But also, they're different because... Definitely, definitely different. They're thinking, they're talking, they're, you know, they are different. But like you said, too, Reanimator is considered a zombie movie. And Dr. Hill came back with his actual personality, and he was thinking and speaking as well. Exactly. Jesse, Jesse, uh, uh, did uh, Stephen King get back to you? No, Stephen King did not, unfortunately, get back to me. I'm sure he was... I, I tweeted him and asked him if he considered <laughs> Pet Cemetery a zombie film. I want to say that the reason why he hasn't got back to you yet, because he's at home right now, just like perplexed, like, like, is it, is it a zombie movie? It's just, just tearing him up right now. No, you gotta set, you gotta set your profile pic to a pic of you wearing a mega hat, and then he'll get right back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not, let's not get into politics now. Okay. So I just had to get All right. Well, Dan, tweet him. See if he gets back to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Dan, have you talked to Camille Keaton lately? No, I haven't. Why do you ask? No, I don't know. I just thought you guys would have ended up together. Oh, uh, yeah. You thought we had a connection? You did have a connection. She did ask me to take to uh, take her home with me. Take me home, Dan. That picture I sent out earlier is the one I took of you and Linnea. Linnea looked like she was up on you. Hey, yeah. everyone thinks Linnea's up on now. Listen. Yeah, it's, it's a good point, too. Listen, do I have to send the Daniel Harris picture? Well, let's not get into this picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so... so any other movies that anybody could think of that were not talked about? That they feel like should be? Oh, yes, I'm sure there's something. What about... Uh, zombie Sheep. There was a whole bunch, actually, right? World War Z. Oh. So 28 Days Later. Isn't really a zombie movie, but in Night of the Demons, I just want to say some of them are possessed by demons, and then some of them are killed and come back as zombies, right? Because um, everyone that was possessed while they were living comes back as a demon, and, and they talk and do shit. But, like, Fran and uh, what's her nerdy boyfriend's name? Sean. Okay. They're literally <laughs> killed in the casket, and then when they come back, and in Sal as well. Oh, you're talking about Night of the Demon. Sorry, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about that literally as you were speaking about it, so I wasn't paying attention. Well, that's, definitely a horror, that's definitely a zombie movie. Same with demons. Cases can be made. They're all still alive when they get possessed. One could legit argue that mostly was a, has some zombie elements. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Sean didn't know this, but in my personal canon, mostly was an undead monster. Can, can we please talk? Can we at least please, to all due respect to Mosley, can we pre, please talk about the lack of creativity calling the movie Mosley? <laughs> I didn't come up with the title 
I like how literally nobody's going to know what the fuck we're talking about right now. No, that's the best part. Listen, everyone makes fun of Sean for Mosley, but no one makes fun of Jesse for Severed Desire. That shit was twisted. (laughs) That was his first porno, right? (laughs) Did anybody like 28 Days Later? No. That was like Planet Terror, too, because they were just like... That's like an infection movie. What about 28 Weeks Later? That's a sequel to 28 Days Later, Eric. What about 28 Days is about Sandra Bullock in rehab? What about Life yeah. After Bath? Love Life that, After Bath. Those are zombies. The rules are just different. No, no love for Warm Bodies? No. No. What about, wait, actually, I really enjoyed Warm Bodies. I thought it was cute. What? <laughs> I like that. I like what Brian calls him cute. <laughs> what about, uh, what's that one, uh, was it You wouldn't like to see what he calls cute when the lights go off. Oh, my God. What about, uh, my boyfriend's back? Isn't that a zombie movie? Yeah. Are you sure? Is that an 80s or a 90s movie? 90s, 93. Ooh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, alright, this was a lot less, this was a lot less controversial than I anticipated. I really don't want this to end. Can we, can we talk about something else now? Um, yeah. Well, I'm watching The Beyond. Wait, so, uh, Dan. I want to yeah. talk about Colchi for a while. Colchi or Romero? Colchi, 100%. <laughs> well, there's our controversial statement that needed to be made. <laughs> Danny Clawson. Dan. I just said, yeah. Would you consider House by the Cemetery as Freud seen a zombie? Um, yeah, you can make a case for it. So, I mean, no, 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 because he just never stopped living, just kept himself alive with other people's cells and body parts. Is May a zombie movie? (laughs) If you want it to be, Jesse. I'm going to make, I'm going to make it a point to bring up May every podcast we do. Wait, I, I really thought we were going all in with the Fulci versus Romero talk right now. No, it's just ludicrous to even compare the two. Yeah, that's, that's, like, saying, that's, like, saying, that's like saying WWE or AEW. Right? Yeah, it's clearly AEW. Yeah. Fulci was inspired by Romero, but then put his own twist on the zombie movie. All right, I mean, who wasn't inspired by Romero? But the thing is, like, just because he invented it doesn't mean that or a lot put his own spin on it if you watch any of his movies it doesn't bear any resemblance to what Romero was doing there's no social commentary he's all about the mood and the I mean it's also did have one of the greatest scenes with a zombie where the zombie is a shark, right? So. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Now listen, I love Fulci, but trying to, I mean, you're it's literally being like, the 24-7 title is as good as the NWA title. Just not true. Why are we using like wrestling comparison? Because we know it's going to get you riled up. <laughs> I think the 24-7 title is more prestigious than any AEW title. <laughs> Well, you're, you're wrong about that. 
Do you have any Dan? Do you have anything to say about to our truth? Since he, you're his biggest fan. I am. I'm his number one fan. Are we gonna talk about wrestling for the rest of this? Because I'm out. No. no. <laughs> Can't talk about anything where men sweat. Ironically, around BT. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only like when men sweat. Unironically. <laughs> <laughs> So, so there's our zombie films right there. And uh, I think I think everyone had a pretty everyone's list was really great. I think there were some surprises. There were not surprises, but obviously some stuff that made me go, oh, cool. There were lots of who's and Oz. Yeah, for sure. Take a It's very interesting. Does anyone want to bring up the Walking Dead at all? Fuck no. Well, I'm good. I think the first. In my opinion, I think the first two seasons were the best. And yeah, the... I, I still, I still, I think season two was the best uh, season of The Walking Dead. Sure. And it went downhill season... after they killed Shane. Yeah, the first couple seasons were a lot better than the seasons that I didn't watch at all. <laughs> gotcha. But I mean, that that goes to show you that the biggest zombie film out there now. I know uh, Robert Kirkman takes uh, loves taking a lot of credit because his little uh, graphic novel. Uh, everyone tries to credit that, but without, there's no denying that that show is 100 percent oozing with Romero influence. Hey, that comic is gigantic, but he he, give, they, he gives oats. To, he doesn't think he came up with the zombie. I'm not saying he came up with it, but he he sounds very proud of himself when he. But I guess when I've made the money he was, I'd walk around and be really arrogant with Cheeto dust on my fucking fingers, too. Jesus. Let's not talk about Robert Kirkman, please. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously Nicotero being like the most, you know, associated person with that, especially from the Romero world, too. Um, and, you know, Frank, you know, Frank Darabont had a lot to do with it in the early stages until they booted him. Yeah. They booted him. Is there any, uh, so, uh, yeah, I guess that'll do it. This was a good one, boys. I had a lot of fun. Any exciting news? Next week we'll be back with our favorite Beaver movies. <laughs> Top one Beaver movies. Um, Fiona Apple has a new album dropping on the 17th. Wow, this one really uh, derailed bad. Yeah, that really just went Definitely, and that'll uh, and they will uh, that'll wrap up uh, our podcast, uh, our episode on the top ten zombie films ever, our lists anyway. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Heart Guide Media. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, uh, or Google Podcast, whatever it's called, uh, Stitcher, wh- wherever you get podcasts. You can uh, you can locate us and listen to this illustrious podcast. And if anybody, if, if anybody hears this, if anybody hears this and, and they haven't answered yet, send us a message. Let us know if Pet Cemetery is in fact is on. Yes, please. 
one last thing, Jesse, is, is you always say it's available on every, you know, every app you use for podcasts, but then I use Podbean, and you're, it's not on there. Oh, it's not on Podbean? No. Well, what the hell is Podbean? Yeah, maybe you should stop using fucking Podbean. <laughs> that's, my, that's, that's, my, that's my podcast app of choice. This Wait. Is, this, is a, this is a classic metaphor for Dan. There's four other people who use Podbean. Started off in Italy. And, uh, <laughs> I just say it's it's misleading to say wherever you get podcasts and it's not on Podbean. Okay, wherever humans get podcasts, Apple, Apple, Google, or Spotify, yes, they are on there, and it's also on Stitcher. And actually, shout out to, shout out to Podbean. Now. <laughs> Podbean, hold it down to the fucking death metal Lone Star. Hold on, hold on. I'm actually now. Now we're not going anywhere. We're gonna actually gonna. I'm gonna actually gonna see where our podcast is distributed. Distribution status. Okay, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. So, no pot. <laughs> Coming never to fucking Podbean. Dan, how'd you find Podbean? I don't know. It was just, just suggested to me, and, and, my, and the app's just, the app's started. I'm stuck with it since. I'm pretty sure a guy in Wausau runs it out of his garage. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did the fucking ghost of Seth Putnam fucking recommend this? Why does Abel Cunt always come up at some point? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, no. do you think you'll ever own an iPhone? No, Android for life. Podbean for life. All right, well, how about you use Spotify like every other subhuman that decided not to get an iPhone and has an Android still? Yeah, well, unfortunately... Wait, so do you not listen to the... You don't support one of your friends uh, and, his, and our podcast because you're like, well, he's not on Podbean. Fuck him. Now that you call me out like that, I retweet your, your podcast updates. Did the Undertaker come out as, uh, <laughs> as, as the biker? Yeah. Did he really? Yeah, I got the uh, police report uh, notification. You should have watched. No, that's okay. You're not messing much. You've done it. Nah, I'll, I'll, have, I'll, have my, I'll have my review on it on Podbean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're half a listener will appreciate it. It's only four. It's it's only four less than the people that listen to this one. I'm just kidding. There's only three. Dan doesn't even fucking listen. It's because he found a one one podcasting that no one has. Fucking the three guys from the three surviving members of Anal Cunt are fucking putting all their goddamn records up on Podbean right now. Actually, but. Yes, that'll that'll do it for us and uh, fuck Podbean while we're at it. We love you all. All right, been a pleasure. Departments have taken the law into their own hands. Civil and social services have been disrupted or suspended. Most communities are without telephones. Many of you are without power. Some are without gas and water. The scientific community is focusing on the phenomenon, specifically on that trance-like state that seems to uh, characterize the assailants. Uh, 
clearly a behavioral disorder, but what could have caused so widespread and dramatic a condition as the one that we are facing tonight? Uh, we've heard speculation on everything from the ozone layer and chemical weapons to uh, voodoo, mysticism, and organisms from space. <laughs> now, biologists in Stockton, California have released a report stating that the uh, bodies of the recently dead are returning to life driven by an unknown force that enables the brain to continue to function. Doctors at the uh, uh, Center for Disease Control in Atlanta reject that theory, calling it preposterous beyond belief. They feel that the only reasonable explanation is a germ, uh, a bacteria or a virus that has a, a mind-altering effect on its victims. Though how such a germ could have been delivered so quickly and over such a vast area does 